You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast, where I invite you to come along with me as we shape our own reality together. My intention is to bring out the magic in you. Now let's get started. Run away from the We'll go to a place that is safe from greed, anger, and boredom. We'll dance and sing till sundown and feast with abandon. We'll sleep when the morning comes and we'll rise by the sound of the bird song. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about divine nonchalance. excited for this week's show because I love the title this week, which is Divine Nonchalance. And for some reason, that word was hard for me to say, nonchalance, nonchalance. Like I had to actually have the dictionary person say it out loud, like do the speak, you know, when you look up the definition, because I, for some, I can say nonchalant, but for some reason, nonchalance for me was difficult. And so, um, I got this term from this new show I started watching called Dispatches from Elsewhere. And if you haven't heard of this show or seen it, I highly recommend you watch it. Like, I know I say that about a lot of shows and it probably sounds like I, I, I watch a lot of TV and I actually don't. I just, it's like once I watch, like get into a show, like it seems that's like the only show I watch. Um, but it, it, this show is amazing. Like it's, I'm not going to give you any real backstory on it because it's only on episode two and I'm not really a hundred percent sure that I understand it, but what I watched so far, I freaking love. It's amazing. It's on AMC channel. It airs on Sunday nights. So definitely check that out. All right. So I'm going to tell you what I mean by divine nonchalance and how it applies to our theme this month of trusting the universe. But before I do that, I wanted to update you on something that's going around um, going on here in Nashville. So you may or may not have heard that we had a major tornado rip through town this, uh, this past week, just a couple days ago. And it actually hit very close to my house. Um, I live in West Nashville and there's a historic old prison that had pretty major damage. Um, over there, that prison was, um, some video, like music videos have been recorded there. Um, the green mile was filmed there. Um, it's, so it's on the west side of town. There's a smaller airport over on this end of town that was completely destroyed. It's shut down now. Some other buildings in the area damaged. Um, and it went on like past, went through like North Nashville. It went into East Nashville, even outside of Davidson County into Mount Juliet and on to Cookville and some other outlying areas. And so as far as I'm recording today, um, there's 24 people have died from this tornado. And last I saw 77 were still missing and unaccounted for. And honestly, um, things are pretty bad in a lot of areas here. Uh, you know how these things go and the news like will hype it up or you just never know. Right. But I mean, living here, I can tell you it's, it's pretty bad. Um, the, you know, there's a lot of homes that have damages, businesses, you know, all of this, but the weird thing about this is I don't really think anybody saw this coming. And I know, they had gave, like, so this happened on a, what is today? Wednesday. This happened on Monday night, like a Monday night. And so that night they were giving like alerts on the TV. And I actually saw people posting, like being pissed that they were doing this weather alert when it was interrupting the bachelor or the bachelorette or whichever that show was. And so 
they were giving these alerts, but like, let's be honest, right? Like most of the time the weather isn't right. And most people just don't pay attention, right? We're like desensitized to any like weather alerts because, um, often they're not right. And so that when I saw people being like getting pissed at like interrupted their TV show that, I mean, I was like that, like, that's how we feel about like news alerts, right? Because they're so often and they're so in our face all the time. And again, half the time, not even right. But this one was right. And, um, I, I think, you know, it surprised a lot of people because a lot of people didn't see it coming. And, um, so for me, my experience, again, this hit very close to my house, probably less than a, about a mile, maybe away over by the prison and that where it touched down. And, um, I don't watch like regular TV, so I had no idea of the weather alerts. And I went to bed that night and I got woke up like around 1230 in the morning with the tornado alert like blasting on my phone. And at first I thought it was an amber alert. And I was like, why are they sending one of these like so late in, you know, 1230 in the morning? And then I saw it was a tornado and I was like, oh, okay. And I kind of laid there for a minute and... You know, I grew up in the Midwest, so tornadoes don't really phase me, <laughs> probably like they should or like it does maybe for other people. Um, I just don't get too worked up over them because we had them all the time where I lived. And again, half the time, nothing, it wasn't really anything to be worried about. And so I got up when I got this alert and I could see the rain like going sideways outside, right? And I could see my trash can was like turned over and I was like, damn, I'm gonna have to pick that up tomorrow. It's like, full of water, you know? And I was like, okay. And so then I walked back to my bed in my room and my room and my bed are like shaking. And I'm like, why is it shaking? But I'm so disoriented, right? Because I got woke up like by that alarm and um, well, come to find out later, it was shaking because there was a 165 mile an hour tornado that was like a mile from my house. And so I, I don't know, somehow I ended up going back to sleep. Like I lay down and I went back to sleep. And so my dad calls me the next morning at like 630 in the morning and I see it's 630 and I see it's my dad calling. I'm like, shit, like what's happened? Like something happened to like him or my mom or somebody in our family. And so I woke up and I was like, dad. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. What's wrong with you? And he's like, nothing. And I was like, he's like, well, what's wrong with you? And I was like, you scared me. Like you just woke me up. It's like six 30 in the morning. Right. And he was like, Oh, well, no, he's like a major tornado came through there. I was just checking to make sure you're okay. And I was like, Oh, it did. And so I got up and I'm looking outside and you know, I, I don't have, luckily I was very lucky. I had no damage here, um, at my house and in my neighborhood in my immediate neighborhood, um, no damage. But like I said, just a mile up the street, um, a, a ton of damage, like still, I don't even know if some of those people, there was like at 47,000 people still without power. I'm not sure if that's still the numbers. Um, but that's where it was at, um, yesterday. And so it's, it's, it's pretty intense here. Um, yesterday was a really weird day after that. And Tennessee is known as the volunteer state. And so this town and just surrounding is really pulling together. Um, and it's, it's been, I don't know. It's, it's, I think again, everybody was so shocked and like caught off guard by it. But if this is something, if you've seen this, if you're interested in helping, um, I'll just suggest a few places and I'll put them in the show notes. These are just reputable places I know from living here. I know sometimes when these things happen, it's like, oh, is this like, should I really donate to this place? But these are three places that I would um, suggest if this is something that you're com feel compelled to do that are legit and that actually will use your money in the community. So the first one is the Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee Emergency Response Fund. Second is Hands On Nashville. And the third one is Nashville Food Project. So I'll link to all of those in the show notes. If you're interested, um, those are legitimate places that you can help uh, with your donations. All right, so let's get into this week's show about divine nonchalance. And so as I said at the beginning of the show, I got this concept from a, a new show I started watching called Dispatches from Elsewhere. And 
I don't want to tell you anything about the show because I don't want to ruin it for you, but I do need to give you a small hint to set the scene for this topic that we're going to talk about today. So in one part of the show, I think it's the first episode, this girl is walking home at night and she's in a busy city and and she's walking along and she's kind of walking like she doesn't have a care in the world, even though it's dark and it doesn't look to be like the best neighborhood. And so there's a narrator that's talking as she's walking and he starts to talk about this concept of divine nonchalance and, and how you might wonder what that means. And, and he goes on to it, like he's setting the stage for it. And he's saying like, it, it's, it's, it's not something that it can't be bought or sold or packaged, right? It's, it's, it, it can only be found within. And, and as he's talking, then on the screen, all of a sudden these guys pop out at the, and start harassing this girl that had been walking and she ends up, you know, running and they, um, corner her in this alley and then she sprays them with with mace and and then they run away and so in the show they actually rewind the scene and dissect it and and the announcer again starts to talk about divine nonchalance and he says you know you might wonder what it means and he's again he's talking about how it can't be bought or sold or packaged that it can only be found within and that it's this perpetual quiet of the heart when all around you is chaos and that it, it's understanding that through the, all the trials and all the lessons in life, you're protected by a timeless innocence, some eternal joy, universal love that need not be named. And as I watched that, I was like, ah, like what a great visual for what, like what a great term and what a great visual for what we had been talking about this month with trusting the universe. And, and to me, like that description is divine nonchalance is, is trusting the universe it's taken care of, right? No matter what it looks on the outside. And like we talked about last week, it, it's, it's when you decide to keep going and believing that even though it doesn't look like anything's working, right? Cause you can't see it on the outside. You know, on the inside that it is because you trust the universe and you know, it's taken care of. And so I, like I said, I absolutely love this description. I love this reminder of this power that we have, that we get to decide and trust that it's, it, 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 and believe that it's taken care of, right? Like we can relax because we don't have to worry about it. We don't have to try to control it. We don't have to direct it. We, when we have this divine nonchalance, we show up and we know it's taken care of. And so just like the narrator on the show said, you know, this isn't something you can buy, right? You can't buy internal peace, right? You can't package or sell internal peace or that quietness of the heart to someone else, right? Like that comes from within and that comes from doing the inner work, being willing to step up to yourself, like get in your own corner and back your own self up on, you know what? No, I'm going to, I decide I'm going to get to feel better. I'm not going to live my life with these these suffering, these struggling thoughts anymore. I'm going to get in my own corner and I'm going to do what it takes to get me on the other side of this so I can start living from a place that feels good. And that that belief and that trust, it, it comes from, like I said, from within. It's it's our decision that this is how it's going to go from, for us from now on. And sometimes with this, with these decisions that you have to decide again and again and again, and then you get up the next day and you commit and you decide again and again. And some days, like if you're, I've the past couple of days for me, even though I've been talking about this and I, you know, some days are better than others. And, you know, like for me yesterday, it felt like I had to decide a thousand times an hour, right? That I was safe, that the universe, I could trust the universe, that it was taken care of. But I kept doing it and I kept deciding. And so when you decide to believe and you decide to trust and you show up in the world that way, like that's divine nonchalance, at least to me. That's my, that's how I, I, how it 
feels to me. And so, and when you do that, you'll find that you, you start to soften to the world. Like we talked about last week and, and the announcer on the show, he called it, like I said, this perpetual quiet of the heart, like when all around you is chaos. So that, that quietness, that internal where we don't feel that, that anxiety raging or that, um, the fear running through us, or we don't feel the, the, the tragedy within ourselves, like it's like within ourselves, like it's this like, um, this problem we have to solve or this, uh, this, this, this thing, this problem, like maybe there's just nothing wrong, right? Like that's a possibility too. But there's, there's this, this, I guess I feel like sometimes we have this feeling that we can't have our hearts be quiet, right? Like our hearts always have to be racing or they have, we always have to be in fear or in anxiety. And I mean, I'm sure you can even probably up to this, yesterday or today or, you know, the couple past couple of days, there's, there's times where you felt like that, right? Like you've been in situations where you didn't feel like your heart could be at rest because there was so much going on around you, or maybe there was nothing going on around you. Right. So that made it even worse because you couldn't see anything, you know, on the outside. And I think when we're so amped up with this anxiety and fear and this need to be, need to control because something doesn't look like it's going to go the way we think it should or the way we want it to, we, we flip the fuck out, right? Like we totally flip out. And like I said, I was there this week and I found myself going back to those old, those old thoughts. But I was like, no, I, I get to be new. I, I get to decide and I get to recommit and I get to just decide I'm going to believe it's taken care of. I'm going to believe and I'm going to trust the universe. So that trust and that belief, that's what lets you quiet your heart and your soul. When you feel like everything is crazy and insane around you, or even when you feel, especially I think when you feel like there's nothing going on around you, right? You can't see any reflection of any possibility happening. And once you commit, I think, to believing and trusting the universe and, and you start to quiet your heart, you begin to truly understand that the universe is a friendly place, that the universe loves you and you're protected by this, this timeless innocence, as he says on the show, and this in, 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 eternal joy, like this universal love. And, and he says that need not be named on the show. And I felt like he said that, like my interpretation of that was because I think sometimes we get wrapped up, I, you know, maybe like, like, religious beliefs get brought into this, you know, where we put, um, our, we believe someone else is in control, right? Or we believe that we don't have control. And so we don't think we have any say in it or that we can do anything or that we can, you know, make it be any different than it is. But we do, we do, we do have that, that control. We do have that ability. We, we can do that for ourselves. And, I think when you do that, when you start to show up with that, like from a more controlled place, a, a controlled place because you believe, we show up casually calm. Like I love that description, casually calm, right? Because we're relaxed. We're, there's no anxiety. We're not like displaying any anxiety because we know we don't need to. We know it's taken care of. And like if you think of the most like relaxed or carefree person you know, right? Or, or even like a child, right? Who's just being a child, right? Like not, not amped up in anxiety and fear, right? When you're in, when you practice divine nonchalance, that's how you show up in all areas of your life. Like that's how you show up just with that casual calmness that, that allows you to live. I, I think it allows you to ride the wave instead of fighting it. And so as you move forward this week, where can you start to practice divine nonchalance in your own life? 
Where can you start to decide that you trust the universe and you know it's taken care of so you can show up in the world with a quiet heart, no matter what it looks like around you? Can you commit to yourself over and over again, no matter how many times it takes, that it's handled for you, that it's taken care of, that you're protected and you're loved, and that this is a friendly universe? Can you start to show up casually calm and relaxed? Can you just let go, ride the wave, and stop fighting it? Can you let your capacity for living expand so you can let what you want come to you instead of trying to control it all, right? We all know that's so exhausting, such an exhausting way to live. And can you surrender and release so you allow the new to come to you? And it's like you, like I said, you decide, like, this is my new identity. And and you just keep deciding until your mind is on board, until your mind agrees. Because your mind's going to believe anything you tell it, right? A belief is just a thought you keep thinking. So your mind's going to get on board. It's not just a one and done thing, right? It's a consistent commitment to reminding ourselves and keep deciding until our mind is on board and it just becomes our our new operating system, our new way of living. So these are all decisions that you have the power to make in your own life, and they will change your reality in epic ways. I promise you they will. There's nothing else that can happen. It it will change your reality in epic ways. And so as I close out today's show, I want to leave you with the magical intention to take away for the week, and it's this. Divine nonchalance. It's, It's not something that can be bought or sold or packaged. It can only be found within. And it's this perpetual quiet of the heart even when all around you is chaos, or even when you can't see any result of what you want happening. It's, it's allowing the quietness of your heart. And it's understanding that even through all the trials and all the lessons in life, you are protected by a timeless innocence. You are protected. There is love, so much love from the universe for you. The universe is a friendly place. And with those, with that new way of being, with moving in that way, with, with approaching the world in that way, and deciding to trust the universe and and that whatever you want is taken care of, then you're showing up in this, in this new reality. And that reflects you, it reflects new experiences and a new, a new world, right? Because you're showing up casually calm. You know, the universe is a friendly place. You're loved and you can let your capacity for living expand. So you can let what you want come to you. I think this, this to me is so powerful. So give it a try this week and see how your world changes. All right. So that's it this week for our topic of divine nonchalance. I'm going to talk about the songs I picked and I'll close it out. So intro song is Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z. So the song is about New York and he talks about in New York, um, concrete jungle where dreams are made of. There's nothing you can't do. Now you're in New York. These streets will make you feel brand new. Big lights will inspire you. Let's hear it for New York. And so I liked the first off, this song just came on one of my my uh, playlist recently, but I like this song tied to this topic this week because of a couple of things. One, it's talking about where dreams are made of and there's nothing you can't do. Right. So that, that's, that's, a, that's like a foundational belief. We can all start to believe, right. There's nothing that we can't do. And I feel like when we take this approach of not divine nonchalance, like living from this place, we, and we trust and we believe, and we just know without a shadow of the doubt of a doubt that we're taken care of, that our, our reality is taken care of. 
we start to believe that there's nothing we can't do, right? We start to have trust in ourselves, not only the universe, but ourselves. And we start to, again, expand our capacity for living because we can see it's more than what we've been living. We can see it's more. It's more than what we've been living. It's more than what we've allowed ourselves to be exposed to. And it's more than we've ever allowed ourselves to come in. So being able to know that there's nothing you can't do. And then taking this approach with this divine nonchalance, it's like, like it says in the song, it'll make you feel brand new, right? It makes you feel brand new because you're approaching the world. You made a decision and you changed. You didn't show up with the same feelings or the same thoughts day after day after day after day, year after year after year, wondering why you're not getting the same results, right? You showed up differently. And as a result, it feels brand new. It's magical, right? Like there's magic all around us, as I always say at the end of the show, but sometimes we're just not looking for it. We're not, we're not set up to look for it because we're stuck in the same rut that we've been in day after day after day. So doing this, showing up with this divine nonchalance, casually calm, understanding and knowing and believing it, it helps you understand there's nothing you can't do and also gives you the new perspective to believe that and allow that to come in. Intro song, Empire State of Mind by Jay-Z. Outro song, I had to do this one this week, Good As Hell by Lizzo. And this is the Ariana Grande, um, like remix with her. And I mean, this, this is how I feel like divine nonchalance feels like this to me. I do my hair toss, check my nails, baby, how you feeling? I'm feeling good as hell, right? I'm fucking feeling good as hell, right? Because I don't have anything to worry about. I am showing up casually calm. I am nonchalant. I don't have anything to worry about and I feel good as hell. So why not? Like, why not try that this week, right? Like, why not show up that way and let's see how our world changes. Let's see what's different. Let's see what the, what, what, like the universe surprises us with, right? Like, like all this magic is there. Like, let's tap into it this week, right? Let's do it. All right. So that's it for our week, our topic this week on divine nonchalance. I would love to know what you think. I would love to know if you show up this way, how things change for you, what examples you have. Um, I would love to bring you on the show. If you have a great story to tell, I would love that. So reach out to me, email Sloan at gmail.com. My website is sloanfremont.com, Instagram, Facebook, Sloan Fremont. If you like the podcast, please remember, subscribe, rate, review, and tell all your friends about it. Thanks for listening this week. And remember, make the most of the magic at hand because it's always around you. I do my hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Hair toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling?